0: Hello dedicated DJS listeners, this is Joey, the newest addition to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. You can now watch Joel, Mark, and Richie bust balls, tell jokes, and shoot the shit live every week on YouTube and Facebook. That's right, we're coming for all your senses, sight, sound, and next'll be smell. Follow our Facebook page, Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, and subscribe to Soul Joel TV on YouTube to see us live every Wednesday. We'll see you there, and don't forget, the first one's on us.
1: Do it again. All the gin joints in all the towns in all the world.
0: You're listening to drinks, jokes, and storytelling. A
1: hey martini, shaking not stirred. Don't try and church it up, son. You can't handle the truth. I am,
2: the picture pictures man. have got small.
1: The first one's on us.
0: Hey everybody, you're watching Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. I'm your host, Mark Riccadonna, and with me as always... Richie Byrne. I got the point right.
1: The I'm very so excited. The, the very red Richie Byrne. Look at that. Yeah, you look like Jack
0: McGee from Rescue Me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 you're a son of a bitch, Mark Riccadonna.
0: Yep, I couldn't remember.
1: Before we went on the air, what was that show? About the fireman <laughs> and I said, rescue me. I don't even know who Jack McGee is, but that was funny. He's the guy who looks exactly like you. I don't
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Our producer Sol Joel is with us. He is backstage uh, because he's going to be fielding some questions in the uh, live comment section. And he's also going to be doing some, uh, some extra stuff for us. But uh, today uh, we have a very special episode. This very. Is a very special guest. We say that all the time, but this time we really mean it. This one, it actually is a very special. Yes. Um, but before, uh, should we bring out the guest or go right to the joke? What do you? Your call, Richie.
1: Let's bring the guest. Let's, Let's go. Uh, yeah, I'll let you introduce him. You guys are close. We are close. This is uh, the man who nominated me for the uh, for the Friars, and he's uh, just an amazing guy. All of Long Island knows this guy and loves him. All of Manhattan knows him and loves him because he's the doorman at Gotham Comedy Club on 23rd Street, one of the best comedy clubs in the world, if not the best. And he, he went through a little – he had a little problem, and he was dealing with the uh, coronavirus, and he's doing better. He's still in the hospital, and we're thrilled to have him. Give it up, Mr. Jimmy Cano, right here. <laughs>
2: he is in the house. Yeah, he is. yeah. <laughs> Sitting ovation. Nice. I like it, <laughs>
0: <laughs> buddy. You look. You look better than what I thought we were gonna see. I yeah. thought we were yeah, gonna I- see you on a ven- in the bed with the whole. You know, maybe like a bubble boy breathing apparatus on top of you.
2: You know, I actually I have one of those. Look, I got I got, I got this thing. I I got, oh. I got to mess it up. I gotta make it's like a little bong.
0: Yeah. I was gonna say don't lie to me. That's a bong. Yeah, we know what's going on in that hospital, Jimmy. <laughs>
2: hey, hey Richie. So, yeah, Richie, what's what's going on with your face there, bro? Uh,
1: it's a little red. It's very odd that you look healthier than me.
2: Yeah. Can, <laughs> you should you should change the name to Windburn. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow, right out of the gate, Timmy <laughs> No,
1: I'm working on a new, I, I've been working from my phone like you did. My, I've been doing it on my phone. And because my computer didn't have the capabilities for this live streaming. Right. And today they sent me, Joey, our producer, Joey St. John, sent me a, 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 a computer. And for whatever reason, the screen, the uh, camera isn't that great on it. So I look like I'm having a stroke.
0: Uh, no, I think the camera's actually good.
2: Yeah, that you look like, it. you know, you, you, you know, you look like you look like you uh, you tied your laces on your shoes like 2 hours ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's it's very odd. This camera makes me look like I'm red and it makes me look like I'm overweight. I don't know what that's about. Like <laughs> there you that. go. I, I know in, in real life he's small. He's <laughs> <laughs> Now Jimmy, we have a lot to talk about with you, but we before we start we do this thing because the name of the show is Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. We start with, we we, we talk about what drink we're having. And okay. then, then we tell a street joke. Usually the guest tells a street joke. I, I don't know if you were warned of this.
2: Uh, I was not. That.
1: Then we go into the story. So I want to start with my drink in honor of you, Johnny Black. But the reason it's in honor of you, I want to show you this. I had this on the other day. It, you probably can't see that. This is the gift from your wedding. And, oh, and, all right. And I'm drinking. For, it's yours and Jenna's wedding gift. So, uh, really look cool. at Richie kissing the guest's ass. <laughs> you, know I love, you know I love this, man. No, I, I, do. I love this, man. Marcus, what, are you, what are you drinking, Marcus?
0: I'm going a little old school Jack and Coke.
1: Nice. And Jimmy, what are, what are you drinking? I'm just drinking I, I'm drinking
2: ice water, man. There you I go. Got, I got ice water in my hospital cup. Well, hopefully soon <laughs> we can get together and throw a few back. That would be nice, man. I can't wait to have a nice uh, make his mark on the rocks, my friend.
1: There you go. I'll yeah, buy the first one. You buy all the rest, but I'll buy the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Invite me, I'll buy the second one. <laughs> so do you have a street joke or you want us to tell one?
2: A street joke?
1: Yeah, any kind of joke. joke.
2: I got a joke, maybe. I don't know. I'll, I'll try this one out on you. <laughs> uh, all right, so my brother-in-law is a state trooper. And he tells me that he won't give you a ticket as long as you blow him. And I go, dude, that's disgusting. I go, you're married to my sister. Just give me the ticket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 I was <like it. laughs> uh, on hold this afternoon, and this is when you know the times are changing right now. Um, I was on hold forever with USAA. I had to call them about something with my insurance. And when the lady finished dealing with the insurance problem, she goes, do you mind if I tell you a joke? I <laughs> go, no, I would, I would actually love it. And I, it's, it's a cute joke. This is when you can tell the kids. She goes, how come a chicken coop only has two doors? How come? Because if it had four, it'd be a chicken sedan. Yes. <laughs> Come on! It was an insurance person. <laughs> yeah. Well, it sounds like it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Richie's holding this insurance agent up to his standard of comedy. Yes. <laughs> so you'll Jimmy, be you'll be working the small room,
1: Jimmy. You um you're doing much better, obviously, and thank God we've all been praying. We've yeah. Been talking about you every day on the show. Everybody on Facebook's been talking about it, and um, and uh, I gotta tell you. When I woke up a few days ago and had a text, and I thought it was from Jenna, right? And I even wrote, "Is this Jenna?" Because I didn't have your number. I don't know why I didn't have your number in my phone. I'm a, and um and you said, "No, it's Jimmy." And that just made me so happy, bro. It made me so happy.
2: And then I decided, I go, "What the hell? Are you you holding your phone? I'm right. holding my phone." I figured I just call you.
1: He called me. <laughs> yeah, he called me. It was great. So um, so you went through you went through the shit, my friend.
2: Yeah, if you wanna uh go through the timeline a little bit. Um, Absolutely I think
1: before we say it, pup, there is a great article in Patch, uh written by my friend Lisa Finn, who did a great article all about what Jimmy went through. So uh go read that, it's on Patch. And uh they are gonna you're gonna be on NBC Nightly News tonight also, right?
2: Yeah, I'm supposed to do something with Lester Holt That's at true. about six forty five tonight. So well, we won't hold you. We
1: won't and hold you. We got the scoop. We got the first. <laughs> yes. Yes, we did. Yeah, absolutely. So you, <laughs> when did this all start, Jenny?
2: i tell you, I was not feeling good around the 6th of March. Wow. Um, that was a Friday. Saturday was the 7th. My wife and I went out to see a band, and, uh, you know, we hang out normally late, but it was early, and I had a glass of wine, and then all of a sudden, something started coming over me like a ton of bricks. And I just looked at her. I go, we have to go. She goes, when? I go, right now. I go, I started getting the shivers, the shakes. Wow. Eight years oh, out. Wow. We went home. I went right to bed. Uh, I woke up the next day feeling like dog meat, you know? But I thought wow. it was just the flu. You know, I didn't think about the... So I figured, let me ride it out. I got some flu. I figured I'd self-medicate, try to get through it.
1: So this is Sunday, yeah. now the
2: day. Yeah, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, well, I went all the way to Friday. Friday, I really felt like crap, so I went to the walk-in clinic, and the, ner- the, the doctor there took one look at me and goes, "You, you got the, you got coronavirus." I can tell you that right now. I was like, "Really?" Wow. So she took ex- she took X-rays of my lungs, and, and 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 her words, she goes, "Your lungs are garbage." I was like, "Really?" She oh, goes, "Yeah." She, she goes, "You better go to the ER right now." So I went to the ER. And they looked at my x-rays, and they go, "Ah, eh, you're fine. Go home. <laughs> I was like, really? They go, yeah, go home. You're fine. Wow. They're, like, relaxed. They said, hydrate. Usually your nebulizer you if you need it, but you'll be fine. So then Sunday came around. I was not fine. I woke up with 102 fever, shivering, shaking, yeah. and now I can't breathe. So I went to the hospital again, and as, as soon as we walked in, they went to triage, and um, they admitted me right away. Boom, put me put me in isolation right away. Wow. Yeah.
1: Wow. And what? Uh, I mean, I wonder why that doctor knew, but the ER was like, "Nah, you're fine. Go home."
2: Yeah. Well, it's an ER doctor, and they were they were very busy, so I think they were just happy to get me out of there. Yeah. So you know, at, the, at the time, though, I think my temperature was like 99. So I think she felt like
1: mm-hmm. if you
2: don't have a big temperature, you'll be okay. You know. Right.
1: Right, right, right. So then you went into the hospital. This would have been when now?
2: Sunday. uh, Sunday the the 15th.
1: I saw in the article that they brought you in and then went over to Jenna, your wife, Jenna, and, and and was just like, yeah, you can't even see him.
2: Yeah, what happened was we were just the two of us sitting in the waiting room. And then they called me. So I went up to the counter. I didn't even say anything to Jen. I was like, all right, good. Let me go see what they want. I go up to the counter. They put me in triage. They put me in a wheelchair and they wheeled me into isolation. I had a caller. I go, I'm in. I go, I guess I'm in. I didn't get a chance to even say goodbye to her, man. Wow. Oh <laughs> and so I I, she had to go home and. and yeah, yeah, so she, yeah, she went home. Uh,
1: she had to be scared.
0: She had to be scared that. You know, you guys are in constant contact, so it's just a, ma- a matter of time for her yeah. to get
2: it. Yeah, well, she did get it. You know, she, she, luckily she got a mild case. Oh, she um, did. Yeah, she definitely got it. And she, uh, you know, she just uh, self quarantined for 14 days. And uh, yeah, she's now, she's good now. She's out, uh, she left the house today for the first time in 14 days. So. Wow. So, yes. Yeah, oh, yes, yeah, so she, she feels good.
0: Now, where did you. Where did you guys go to see the band?
2: Uh, this place called swing 46 There's a, there's a oh, horn yeah. band. Yeah. There's a horn band called, uh, called, uh, city rhythm orchestra. And they, they play with my wife all the time. So, uh, oh, nice. yeah, it's a, yeah, it's fun, man. Like a, like a five piece horn band. They're great, man. That's awesome.
0: Believe
2: it. I got to It's
0: a, what, a lot of
1: music. music. <laughs> yeah. Where Was
2: were
0: I there thinking?
1: recently? <laughs> um, So, Jimmy, uh, you said in the article, too, that you had gotten a phone call from a friend, a a musician, saying, hang in there and all, and then he has now since passed?
2: Yeah, what happened was on Facebook. Is this the guy who wrote,
1: I love rock and roll?
2: No, not him. No, not him. I didn't know that guy, but, yeah, he passed away, too. Um, No, this guy, Lou, he used to, uh, you know, he's a guitar player, played with a lot of bands, Um, you know, and then when I got – Sick, and my wife put up the thing on Facebook. I, you know, I had like a thousand people chimed in, and he was one of them. And he was like, "Hey, Jimmy, you know, hanging in, there, man. We're all pulling for you." I was like, "All right, cool, thanks, Lou." You know, and then I found out that he, he got the virus, and within four days, he he was gone. He died.
0: Wait, are you? What are you guys talking about, Kirkiano?
2: No, no, no. It's a friend of mine, Lou. He's uh, oh. a good guy. He's he's from Queens. Wow. He's good. you know. He, play, he plays with Godfrey Townsend a lot, you know. You you like know that. Godfrey Townsend, yeah. 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 Oh wow. So you, yeah. That was you know, that was that was really sad when I heard that. I was like, wow. Yeah.
1: yeah now you you were saying that. You, so you went in that Monday through Thursday was horrendous for
2: you. Yeah. The Sunday I went in, Monday was bad. Tuesday was horrible. Wednesday was pretty bad because uh, now I, I can't breathe, hardly at all, and I'm nonstop coughing. So I can't catch my breath, and uh, you know when you when you cough like that you're gonna pass out. I felt like I was gonna pass out. Yeah. So um, yeah. And then Wednesday at about two o'clock in the morning, I hear next door in the next door room there's a whole bunch of you know noise going on and things banging and I hear them yelling at whoever's in there going going breathe 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 you know and uh, turned out the guy passed away the guy died
1: and he had coronavirus right.
2: too. Yeah, oh yeah, everybody on this floor had it when they, you know.
1: You must that must have been
2: awful. Well, yeah, here I'm thinking I'm gonna die. And I see everybody on the news that's dying, and the guy next door, I go, All right, I guess I'm next. Oh,
1: you know? Wow. Jesus now, man. You were on the hydroxychloroquine.
2: Yeah, uh, on uh, yes, and uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, they put me on the hydroxychloroquine. Uh, Thursday, really Thursday morning. Oh, wait, me- wait, wait,
0: wait! I want to stop you real fast. For people like me who have been avoiding
1: media as much as possible, what okay. is that? Exactly? Hydroxychloroquine is a drug that helps malaria. That, that's they, they use for malaria. It's patients. the malaria. Yes, for malaria patients. And okay. they're now they just started last week. Jimmy actually is way ahead of the of the of the time with this because last right. week, Tuesday or Wednesday or so they started giving it to patients in New York, um, mixed with a Z right. pack with Right.
2: Right, right, and, that, that, and, that, and just just the regular, just the Qualicum, and uh, they gave that to me Thursday morning and Thursday afternoon, and th- Thursday is where I really thought I was going to pass out. Um, tell them what
1: you told me. You thought you were going to die that day.
2: Yeah, I called my wife and told mm-hmm. her I loved her, and she was like, "She's like, no, nah, you're going to be fine. Don't worry about it." I was like, "I go, I'm telling you, it's like the room was closing in on me. Wow. Um, I couldn't breathe." And I couldn't stop coughing, and I was—I I said to myself, "I'm one coughing fit away from lights out," you know. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I—I I, I thought I was done. Wow. As it turns out, as it turned know, out, as, it turn, as it turned out, I went to sleep. I woke up about midnight, and uh, I had the you know the two the two doses. Uh, I think it was a thousand milligrams I had of the chloroquine in me, and uh, I woke up at midnight, and I was like, you know what? I don't feel so bad. The aches and pains are going away. You know, I still was having a hard time breathing, but I went to sleep. I woke up the next morning. Now the breathing's getting better. You know? Hello. I mean, Hello. I mean, here, goes, here goes my dinner. Uh-oh. Thank you. I
0: thought we were gonna get to watch you get a shot in the ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean,
2: yeah lucky come just in time for my sponge bath.
0: We are back. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think. Ten years ago and five years ago, Carol Montgomery brought this up to me, our good friend Carol. Uh, I think we actually got that shot when we went to Africa. We, we got oh, really? some the shot Clark before Quinn? we left. For, yeah. Um, she, she told Clark. me to look because I, I still have the shot records, but I have no idea because we just moved. But I still have them somewhere. Interesting.
1: Um,
2: so I'm
0: wondering if I'll be like the Omega Man. I'll be able to walk through town without getting...
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> no but my question is, they've been talking about that, and I don't know, and maybe you don't know. I mean, I know nothing about this, but or very little. They've been saying hydroxychloroquine, but that didn't really work for you, and then they gave you chloroquine, which is different, I guess. I mean, I don't yeah. know what the difference is. But
2: I, I don't know either. You know, they gave me some... Uh, they gave me a bunch of uh, material on it, and I was like... I don't need to read it. It's working. I'm going to tell you right now it's working, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah, cuz I know fantastic. Dr. Oz is very high on it. And you said you saw he's been talking about. It. I sent him your uh that he, I sent him that stuff you wrote on Facebook. We'll right, that. right, right. Because yeah. Um,
2: yeah, when I I was watching him on the news and I was going I'm like talking back to the TV going, "Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it works, brother. I'm telling you it works."
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Now listen, if anybody's out there watching this, don't take any medication without consulting your physician. Please. Just don't because I don't know if you know, Jimmy, a guy in Arizona ate fish food, a fish tank cleaner because yeah. it had hydroxychloroquine in it or something that looked like it and he died.
2: It was actually a liquid. It was like an it was like a like a jug of it. And he was like, Really? How do you not how do you think that's what it is, man? You I, know? What?
1: I can't so we're not saying we're not saying this is the be all end all. We're just telling you what happened with Jimmy.
2: And again, I, I, again, I'm not sure if it's gonna happen with everybody. Right. You know, everybody's body's different. Right. Everybody's everybody it who is? has the coronavirus, it's acting differently in everybody's body. It's weird, you know? Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean mine mine, I tell you well, the problem I have with mine is from the disease, it, I, it turned out I end up having uh, bilateral pneumonia. So both of my lungs we're pretty much full of fluid.
0: Yeah. So,
2: you know, and that's how that that's how it attacks you, the the, the coronavirus from your lungs. Mm-hmm. What happens is it fills up with so much gunk that you can't breathe and you suffocate. That's really how you die.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah. And you, the, and you uh, think you caught this on the subway?
2: Why do you think? No. That? I don't know. I just think it's uh, everybody's on top of one another and. Everybody's grabbing handrails, and I mean, just doing this
1: and then grabbing the rail—that's
2: all it could take. Somebody wipe their nose and grab the
1: handrail. Well, you also work in a job where you're around people all the time. So yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I mean, yeah, it could have been anything. You know, nobody knows what it is. Could have been anything. (laughs) Listen,
0: Jimmy. Chris Roach said he really needs to know what's underneath that robe—a
2: whole lot of flesh, (laughs) my man. (laughs) It's man meat. There's Um, a lot of. There's a lot of me under here. <laughs> By the way, I love Christopher, and he's uh he's very kind. He's wrote some nice stuff on Facebook, man. Yeah. That guy is the that he's the ultimate gentleman, man. Well, he he is. Nice,
1: but um, <laughs> no. Shout out to Chris Roach, who always says he's going to do this show, but never comes on. Yeah, he can he can tune <laughs> in, but funny. he won't be a guest.
2: Hey, yeah. I tell you, when I saw you guys in Staten Island, man. That was a a great show, man. Oh,
1: thank you. Yeah, that was a great night. Uh, St. George Theater in Staten Island back in May. Yeah, man. so sweet of you and Jenna to show up. Um, I headlined a show. Chris Roach was on it. Mike Keegan was on it. And Joel was the host. And um, we had a great night. We had about 400 people in the theater. And Jimmy and Jenna came in from Brooklyn. And that just touched me so much that you guys came in for that.
2: Oh, yeah. Well, you know, we had the... We had little airplane bottles of Jim Beam. We needed to drink them somewhere. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love so much that that not only do you work with comedy in your in your day job, but you went out to support comedy.
2: Yes. Yeah, exactly I did right. And, you know, I, did that, I did that one time. Uh, Judah Freelander was in Brooklyn, which is at Union Hall. It's like right across the oh, street yeah. where I live. So I oh, go okay. in and go see him. I go in and go see him. He looks at me and goes, Jimmy, what are you, a glutton for punishment? You come to see comedy when you're not working? I go, dude, you're in my neighborhood. I had to come say hello, man. <laughs>
1: I do that a lot. Whenever You know, I live right near Governor's and Brokerage. So I'll look. If I'm off, I'll look and go, hey, who's playing? And, you, I, you know, because a lot of times you don't get to Well, for you, it's different. You do get to see people because you work. work right, at right, right. But, you know, I'm on the road. Who's on the road? You never get to see your friends, you know, so.
2: Let me, tell you something. Let me tell you something. I love the people at Governors, man. You know, John and those guys, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. God. yeah. That's a great room. They got great comics. And uh, they couldn't be any nicer, to those guys, man. No,
1: they're very, yeah, they're great people. They're great. People. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're great people. And you work for a great person. Does this look better with the light on? I think it does. No, you look like you have my grandmother's hairdo. I know. Well, I didn't put gel in my hair. <laughs> Every Monday, I'm going to try and show how long my hair is getting. So. No, no burn. <laughs> no, no burn. <laughs> um, but you work, you work for one of the best.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you something. Uh, Chris Mazzilli. Chris Mazzilli's been a, you know, he calls me every day. Uh, he's like, don't worry about anything. We got you. Yeah. He's a—he's uh, like family, you know, he's, uh, he's awesome. I, I love that guy, man. Now,
1: I've known Chris Mazzilli since we were open micers together.
2: Yeah. People,
1: people always go, What? Because they don't realize Chris used to do stand-up. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. But then, yeah his his goal was always to, to have a great home for comics, man.
1: Even back in the day, we he talk about it. he goes, Someday I'm gonna have my own club, man. I'm gonna have my own club. You know what I get? You know what I think is great, and I told him this. Not only does he have his own club, and not only is it like one of the top clubs in the world, he built it himself. He didn't buy A club that was already there, right? And 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 just add on to it. He started, got them from the ground up, and and made it work. And you got—I mean, I'm so amazed by that. I think it's really—he's just so so impressive. And you know, as as far
2: as uh, as far as comedy clubs go, too, it's beautiful, man. You know, it's it's clean, it's gorgeous. You know, he's he's meticulous. You know, like if if a light bulb is out, you got to change it right away. You know, he's He's just like
0: no to burn.
2: Yeah, exactly,
1: <laughs> scrubbing um, them floors. And matter of fact, I did a few years ago. I did the Richie Byrne show there,
0: Mark,
1: and um, we had a sketch that we were going to throw Jimmy into. Jimmy's wife, Jenna, was actually a cast member. At that yeah, moment. Jenna was amazing. in the show. Yeah, yeah. she she was amazing. She's such a great singer. If you ever get a chance to go see Jenna, she's amazing. Um, Jen Esposito is just t- tremendous talent. Go see her. Jimmy will probably be there. Jimmy's oh over. yeah, always man. So we wrote this sketch, and Jimmy, was, I put Jimmy in it, and he rehearsed that day, like the day we, you know, I didn't like bring because he and he was so good. And the funny thing is, is the sketch sucked. I don't know <laughs> what. And I knew the sketch was going to bomb, and I sucked in the sketch. But I kept going, well, I know Jimmy's going to be funny in it. That was, like, the thing that caught me through. Was And then <laughs> they ended up starting the show late, and they had another show. So they are like, you have to cut something because you're, you're going to run too long. So we cut that sketch. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Really well, you, you remember what happened that night, right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. What I happened was
2: uh, there was not supposed to be a show after yours, but Sebastian right. Maniscalco was in town. And right. he goes, "Hey man, how about if I do that Wednesday night?" He goes, "The nine thirty spot." And they're like, "Yeah, man." So uh, we oh, had wow. to get, you. and you guys had like wardrobe all over the place. Oh, and-, we, and, I,
1: and yeah, and it was the funniest thing because I'm like, "Wait a minute, there's a show after us because our show's just crazy." I mean, right, well, right. We did the Christmas version that time in in Pennsylvania at Joel's place, and um, you know how it is. You know theater. It's not. I'm like, it's not comedy, guys. It's a lot more than you know. Oh yeah. And the funny thing is, is um, what's his name showed up. Um, Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz up, so that caused pandemonium. So <laughs> then you have you have a whole you have Lenny Kravitz people trying to get to Lenny Kravitz, and in meanwhile you got all these people trying to get into the place, right? Uh, for Sebastian, and I think Seinfeld showed up. So yes, Seinfeld enough. and his,
2: yeah, Seinfeld and his wife showed up. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was
1: Oh a, my God! It was a. But, at one point, um, because he uh, Chris Mazzilli came over to Jake's next door. I was having a party over there, and he came over, and he's like, "This is on me, okay? This is on me." And I just, uh, it was so great of him. He goes, "I thought I could make this all work because we had to cut the show in half."
2: Yeah, we yeah, had, yeah. We could do,
1: you know. And he was just so great. And he's such a good guy, and. When I read that he calls you every day, it didn't surprise me at all. You know? well, oh, yeah,
0: The thing is, is you can tell the club and you can tell how, how good it is just from the top down. It all comes down mm-hmm. because he not only is a, a great club owner, but he also hires all of you guys who have personalities that yeah. fit under the umbrella. So when yeah. you walk in there, there's a theme and a feeling and a thing that comes over you. But even not as a performer, but even just as an audience member, just at the Christmas party, you walk in and you realize you're in this space and this it's is bad. how you act. Yeah. That, and that's
2: and a that's a, uh, that's a great thing he does every year. The uh, The holiday party is always oh, so phenomenal, yeah, good. man. And people, you know, everybody shows up. Gaffigan's always there. And that yeah, was cool. By, by the way, Jim Gaffigan sent me a nice, a oh, nice right. message, man. Yeah. yeah, he sent me a nice message. I got the, everybody. All you guys, uh, Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer sent me a video of him, yeah, of him talking about me and stuff. Yeah, it was very cool. The uh, the comedy community definitely stepped up. It was very cool.
1: And I heard you got a call from another pain in the ass comic. Who's that? Uh, your ex wife.
2: Yeah, my ex wife called and yelled yeah. at me. So that's always good.
1: For those who don't know, <laughs> Jimmy used to be married to Lisa Lampinelli, and
2: they're, <laughs> yeah, she and called,
1: they're still good friends.
2: She calls me and she goes. All right, get out of the bed, you lazy fucking. Go home.
1: (laughs) So caring and gentle. Yeah, yeah, she's a real uh, Florence Nightingale. That one. (laughs)
2: Yeah, I said to her. I said I "I would expect nothing less. Now I feel a lot better. (laughs)
1: She missed her calling. She should have been a nurse.
2: Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, Yeah, right. World word, Two. Yeah, nurse (laughs) reaction.
1: <laughs> oh my God! Shout out to Lisa. Love you, Lisa. Don't get mad. Anyway, uh, uh you uh, Jimmy and Jenna nominated me for for the Friars. Yeah, uh,
2: it was, and, and and your boss showed up, which was cool.
1: Yeah, at the night. Mark, I gotta tell you this story. Jimmy, I never told you this, but I knew what you did. We had um, the night I got inducted into the Friars. You know, they induct a lot of people, right? They even. I called, and they were saying, how we need to know how many people people you're going to have come. And and I was like, I, at first I said 30. I had 30 people that were going to come. Right. And Giuseppe's like, I didn't even know him at the time. He goes, come on, don't screw around. What Who you really got? How many you got coming? <laughs> and I go, no, 30. He goes, you can't have 30 people. And he right. goes, no, you paid for this. You know? So I'm like, so I think I dwindled it down to like 10 or 11.
2: Right. right okay. Like,
1: so I had a couple of friends. My brother was there, his wife, and my friends. And Jimmy and Jenna are at the table. So now this – the bill's – it's my bill, Mark. You know, there's no – they don't – the bill goes to you, right? Yeah, yeah. So all my friends and family are ordering top shelf everything. Everything. <laughs> I mean, you know, surf and turf, and, you know, what shrimp cocktail and blah, blah, blah. And at one point, Jimmy, I just hear Jimmy's got the menu, and I hear him go, "You know what? I think I'm in the mood for just a burger tonight." Yeah. <laughs> I knew you were doing that because you knew that my bill was going to be through the frigging roof.
2: Yeah, everybody else, is, <laughs> everybody else is ordering youngs and everything. I was and like, every,
1: "Geez," I mean, everybody's ordering the, the clams casino, whatever. And I'm like, the bill <laughs> came to like fifteen hundred dollars.
2: Mark, it was ridiculous. You know what was? You know what was funny about that? We're sitting at the table and everybody's got their food, and now Dr. Oz shows up, and you got a plate with, like, a big hunk of, of uh, chicken cutlet parmesan with the cheese all over it and a big pile <laughs> of pasta, and, and Dr. Oz looks at you and goes, really? 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 <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. but the funny thing about that story is, um, and Mark, you know this, when you're at like a comedy, say you're at a club like Caroline's or Gotham, Right? Say you're with a civilian, you with a friend, a civilian, and I don't know if you've ever done this, but I've done where you go. Somebody could walk in here tonight. If they do, don't embarrass me. You know, don't don't you know if if Seinfeld's here, don't walk up. I love the show. I'm such a big fan. Don't do that. Right, I, right. I've always given that speech to my friends if they come with me to you know a club in the city. So now yeah. we're, at, we're at the Friars. And um and it's the night of my induction. I don't realize that I need to give that speech, but apparently I should have. Because my <laughs> buddy, my best friend Mark Bunnio, who to this day hates that I tell this story, uh, what's his name was going around with, with the guitar. Um Uncle Julia. Um, Uncle Junior, yeah, yeah. Uh well, I'm blanking on his name.
2: Floyd. Dominic Dominic Chasey.
1: Dominic Dominic Chinese.
2: Yeah, Chinese, that's
1: Dominic's going around playing to each table, doing Italian music. He's great. Dominic's great. So when he gets to our table, my buddy Mark gets up, and he had torn his, he had ripped his Achilles, my buddy. So he had a cast on. So he gets up, and Dominic thinks he wants to sing with him. And my buddy takes his camera and just tries to do a selfie with Dominic. And Dominic just puts the guitar down like, what the hell, man? And he looks at Jimmy, and Jimmy goes, Civilian's Dom, what are you gonna do?
2: <laughs> you gonna do? Well, so I, the first brother, thing I want to do was like, hey, he's not with me, that guy.
1: <laughs> so my buddy sits down and Dominic walks away. And I'm looking at my buddy, I'm like, Mark man, you made me look bad. You know, and he goes, I don't give a shit. And I look around and now I'm the guy who brought the guy that tried to yeah. get the <laughs> So a little while later, in walks Dr. Oz to some oh, and he's giving me shit about the food. But meanwhile he's running around to every table taking pictures. Do you remember that Jimmy? He's like, he's taking pictures. now. I'm the guy who brought Dr. Oz. Suddenly I'm like the biggest name there. Like everybody's loving me. Oh
2: yeah, man. He was <laughs> he was a he was a lot of fun when he was there, yeah. man.
1: Yeah, and Larry, um oh God. What's his name? The old guy. It's,
2: it's right? the Friars Club. They're all old guys, <laughs>
1: man. <laughs> CNN he had his own show forever. What's his name? Um Larry King? Larry King was the oh. presenter, and he had just had some heart trouble. So he's talking to Oz about his heart. And Oz is sitting with me, and he's like, he's so funny because he's thinking it's Richie's night. So he keeps going, Richie, get in on this. Richie, get in. And at one point, I go, Larry King doesn't care what I think about his heart, Doc. Oh, that's <laughs> hey, Larry,
0: I have to give you the speech. <laughs> <laughs> but leave my celebrity friends alone. But now we are real quick uh, Brian Flammer had a question. Uh, he wanted to know how does this compare to uh, the flu or a cold? Like what would you compare it? How would you, you feel know, it compared
2: the to? The breathing the breathing thing was just was just ridiculous. I mean that's like nothing I've ever felt. But the other stuff like the Did it
0: burn the, or was it like a heavy
1: weight? Or? You know
2: what? You just kind of you're constantly wheezing like you're wheezing you can't get air in. Yeah, you gasp. It's like gasping for air, man. You know, and wow. it's just it's like you're drowning almost. It's a, it's <laughs> it's a horrible feeling, man. You but like the a- like the body aches and the body pain, it's like the flu, but it's more intense. Like my neck and my shoulders were like killing me. And I was like, "What the hell is that, man?"
1: Really? Um, no, yeah. Have have ever had respiratory problems before? Are you asthmatic or anything? Do you have asthma or
2: I I've, I've got I got asthma when I was 40 years old. So I've had it for almost 19 years already. Okay, um, but it's always manageable.
1: It's,
0: it's
2: it's never been a problem. No, you know, it's, no. Always, it's always been manageable. You know, I, I have like an Advair thing. I breathe at it, you know, like once a day, and I'm fine. So it, it was never like that, you know. But uh, that was part of it. That was absolutely part of it. Interesting.
0: Man. The um, yeah. So real quick, anybody who's paying attention, uh, Joel is fielding questions on the. Uh, during, uh, on the chat. So we, uh, we're chatting in oh, here. Just
1: saw one came oh, up. Whoa, look at this. That's Comedian Teresa, cool. comedia Teresa Canastraci Farrell, who has her own podcast on Monday nights. And she wrote, did you lose your sense of smell or taste?
2: You know, it was hard to tell because the food is God awful at the hospital, man. So I didn't know, if it was, I didn't know if it was a taste, by the way, the, the food they gave me was was ridiculous. Like, catfish? Really? I want catfish? Who the hell's eating catfish, man? <laughs> catfish? Yeah. Oh. i tell you, everything else was so bad that I didn't even notice about the taste and smell, to be honest with you, man. Catfish?
1: The only catfish I had is the last date I
2: was on. You know, you ever hear anybody say, hey, man, we got to go to that restaurant. They got the best catfish I've ever had. Nobody says that, man. <laughs>
1: No, but were you were you ate was, was there a point where you weren't eating at all and all that like you just couldn't
2: Yeah in the beginning they would give me some food that was horrible but then they give me like uh like a fruit cocktail and um like a little uh a little cheese and crackers thing I was mostly eating that I was mostly eating the cheese and crackers and the fruit you know
1: and you mu- were you I mean Time must have been going so slow. I mean oh, you, only, you had no visitors. Nobody could go see you, right?
2: I had no visitors. The only people I saw were doctors and nurses and they were all dressed in hazmat suits, man. Yeah, I oh, saw a lot of them Yeah. Yeah. I mean I, my wife says to me, she goes, Is like, that the same was that the same doctor you had yesterday? I go, They all look the same to me. They're all wearing yeah. masks on. Man.
0: They all look like the people who stole Elliot from uh, ET from yeah, Elliot. Yeah, yeah. They're in <laughs> the like he- suit.
2: I can I, tell you what, I can tell you this. I'm in a room by myself, right? And yes, there's a big clock on a wall, which I wish wasn't there because you stare at it going, is that thing even working? You know, it's time to just And I'm in this room by myself and everything that comes in this room goes in the garbage. Like if I get a pitcher of water and I want another pitcher of water, they throw, the, they throw the pitcher out. When they come in with their hazmat suits, before they leave, they throw them in the garbage. It's like it, anything that enters this room is, is all of a sudden it's, it's, it's got the coronavirus on it, man. So it was very odd. I felt like – I was like, man, I must have the cooties or something, bro.
1: Yeah, well, you did. I, mean, yeah, I did
2: have bad. it, yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> and so a, Brian Flammer wants to know what meds they used on you. I think we talked about this, but just will read yeah, yeah. we'll read for anybody that, just joining us.
2: You know, just the cough suppressant, uh, the hydro- 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 <laughs> hydrocortisone. You know, they had – a bunch of other stuff, you know, stuff from my heart. In case, in case my heart gave out, you know, I had, I had EKGs every day. I had uh, I had chest X-rays every day. They take blood twice a day, and every six hours they do my vital. So it's, you know, it's 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 like that, man.
1: Wow! Wow! And oh, now, man. how how do they feel now? I mean, what are they telling you?
2: They're telling me that uh, once I get off of this thing, this is my uh, my Boca Raton necklace I got going on. <laughs> Once, uh once I get out of the oxygen and uh, my oxygen level has got to be around 96 97 it's about 9293 now so okay once it gets to that level I think I'm good to go man you know they run a test they'll, they'll run a test maybe maybe they won't uh, I heard now that they won't even test me because they know that I don't have it I know I don't have it so why waste why waste the test was
1: you know, Trump announced uh, today that they we've now administered over a million tests. It's the most in any country.
2: Yeah, that's that's pretty good, man. And then, I tell you what, another thing that Trump did was uh, he got all the hospitals to waive the uh, the the uh, the fee. The uh, yeah, the for
1: the for the for the the, the well, copay. Yeah, the, yeah right. to, waive, to
2: waive the waive the copay, Stick which is up. nice. I mean, yeah. I mean, I you know, my wife's got good insurance, but. Uh, you know, I figure 16, 17 days in a hospital. I'm guaranteed that's not cheap. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. And that is great. I that's mean, my copay great. may be five grand. So, I mean, if it is, it is. But now that he said you're going to waive it, i was like, thank God for that. That's,
0: man. that's awesome. And here's yeah. the thing. You've suffered so much, and then you have to come on air with Richie and I. You <laughs> think they would give you a break.
2: Well, I feel good because I look a lot better than Richie, I can tell you that. <laughs>
0: Look, I know you got another big interview coming up here. Yeah. So we're going to let you off. Uh, Everybody, please, uh, when you get off with us, uh, tune in on NBC, uh, the nightly news with Lester Holt, 645. You're going to see Big Ball's Jimmy again. Yeah, man. He's going to be right there. Jimmy, God
2: uh, bless you. Hey, guys, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate it. I had a lot of fun. And uh, everybody out there, give blood, man.
0: And also, Jimmy, uh, please feel free to contact us, Uh, Richie and I, uh, if you're bored. I know you're in their hospital. You said the TV's not working. Call us. We'll have fun.
2: Absolutely, man. Thanks Thanks for being welcoming. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, Thank you for coming on, man. Miss you. Can't wait to see you at the club.
2: All right, guys. Thanks, man.
0: That was awesome, man.
1: Richie. Yeah.
0: Yeah. How exciting is that? Should we bring Joel on? We'll wrap up here.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, 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 Joel. If you can pop back on, we'll do a little wrap up and say good night to everybody. Joel, thank you so much for uh, fielding the questions, and I, I, I gotta say, I think I, I'm speaking for everybody when today's uh, show really stepped up. Nope, oh, no
1: sound. We were, we were yeah. over a bunch of times. We had over 80 listeners at once. You guys did a great job. Knocked it out of the park. This was a lot
0: of fun, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, we should say that's Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling.
1: Last call.
0: Thanks for listening to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling.